It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Y'all, I got a puppy. She did, I can confirm, because I've been petting the puppy a lot. I got a puppy, which I know I mentioned previously, but her name is Laszlo, and she's two and a half months old, and she's part black lab and part husky, we think, because she has blue eyes. They're the prettiest eyes. But she is 100% adorable. I knew you were going to say that. That's <laughs> true. She's the cutest little baby. She is cute and very sweet, and also, I love her, and I think that she loves me back, and that makes me happy. She is so cute. She was here all of about 15 minutes, and then she took a nap, and it was very cute. She put her little paws up on me. Aww. I was petting her, and then I stood up because of my fucking ribs, and then she put her little paws on me and was like, hey, I'm still here. Aww. And I was like, oh my god, you're so cute. <laughs> so I petted her some more. Aww. So I was like, it's fucking worth it. Baby girl. She's so cute. I'm so happy that we have a dog in the house again. Because I miss Brooke, but I'm really happy that we have another dog now. Dogs are good for the soul. Yeah, and the house was too quiet, and it didn't feel like a home anymore without her. Sweet little baby angel. Yay. We she's, love you. She's going to be a bat for Halloween. Oh my god, that's so fucking cute. That's because Laszlo... So she's named after Laszlo from what we do in the shadows. And, like, he'll occasionally be like, bat! And then he'll turn into a bat. And I just... The first time he did it, I laughed for, like, 15 <laughs> straight minutes. Because I was like, really? Yes. <laughs> if I were a vampire. God, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? It's he's, amazing. He's amazing. I love it. But did you watch the IT crowd? Yeah. Um, he was the, uh, the guy that plays Laszlo, Matt Berry, he was, uh, the son that took over the company. Yeah. Yeah. Hated him so much on the IT crowd. I love Hated yeah. him. I love that show, though. It's so fucking good. Fucking hated him, but he's my favorite on what we do in the shadows. <laughs> Bat. <laughs> Bat. I'm like, dude, what? That's how you do it. There's the scarlet thread of murder running through the colorless skein of life. And our duty is to unravel it and isolate it and expose every inch of it. Welcome to the Studying Scarlet Podcast. Hi, thanks for joining us for another Fiction Friday. I'm Jessica Sharice. And I'm Ashley Rosewood, and together we're hilarious and sexy. All right, so here we are for a Fiction Friday. So what the... Whoa. Did it again. I'm two for two. 
Oh yeah, 100%. So much better than some of the killers and screams. <laughs> Actually better than all of them. So I was like, I need like something that has to do with a theme park. And Nate was like, did you know there's an episode of Psych? And I'm like, okay. So, <laughs> so <clears throat> we are going to be talking about Psych Season 5, Episode 11, called In Plain Fright. The original air date is November 17th, 2010. Man, that was so long ago. It was I like know. almost 12 years. I know. It was written by Steve Franks and Tim Meltriger and directed by Steven Sergic. So the main cast in this episode is, I'm sorry about my nose, it's the same day, it's not like weeks later, I'm just, my nose will not stop. I really can't hear it too much, so I think you're just more <clears throat> conscious of it, because it's your, like, voice and okay. stuff, you know? Yeah. So we have James Rody Rodriguez as Sean Spencer, Dulé Hill as Burton Guster, Timothy Omenson as Croton Lassiter, Maggie Lawson as Juliet O'Hara, Corbin Burnson as Henry Spencer, Nora Dunn as Eve Asher, Rob LaBelle as Frank Holloway, Jerry Sh uh, Shea as Ken, April Madsen as Carol, and Peter Hanlon is David Wayland. So let's go. Woo! This episode opens in 1990. Young Sean and Gus are in line for a haunted house ride at an amusement park. It's basically just Gus being scared and coming up with crazy scenarios while Sean tries to calm him down. Then we're brought to present day with Sean and Juliet sneaking around the police precinct looking for a quiet spot because they are finally after five years in a freaking relationship and they haven't told anyone. They don't want to tell anyone because then they won't be able to work together anymore and it's a whole thing. So, like, Sean hasn't even told Gus yet. So that's like a whole thing. Dude, not cool. I know. She surprises him with tickets to Scarefest the next day because of how much he loved it and how excited he was that it was coming back. And it's a whole thing when she's like, you're going with Gus, aren't you? And he was like, yes, <laughs> I'm sorry, we're going tonight. But he's like, it's fine, I'll, I'll, I'm happy to go twice. But then he's like, you know what, I'll just get out of it. It's fine. It'll, he'll understand. Keep on though. No, because that doesn't go well and... Yeah. He tries to talk Gus out of going until the following week, and he's like, no. It's <laughs> <clears throat> so they decide to go. So they enter the park for Scarefest, and Sean wants to ride the haunted house ride. And Gus is scared, as usual, and he's... The scenarios he comes up with are ridiculous. Like, what if I get... What if we die in the car? And he's like, the car is going three miles an hour. What are you talking about? You're fine. <laughs> I am Gus. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, you're fine. Come on, let's go. It's going to be fine. You're not going to die. I'm the Gus in this friendship. I am Sean then, and I'm good with that. <laughs> Congratulations, Nate, you're Juliet. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. I don't make the rules. He doesn't care. I know. The house is scary and cool. There's skeletons and strobe lights and spiders and clowns and you name it. I don't like it. Well, Gus, is, Gus has his eyes closed. Well, yeah, because I'm the Gus. I would just be like, yes. I'd be like, I can't go in there because I know there's going to be clowns. And I'd be like, you can go in there. They're fake clowns. 
if I have to go in there with the spiders, you can deal with the clowns. I don't like the spiders either. <laughs> no. I'm but while Gus has his eyes closed, Sean witnesses a struggle between two people in the strobe lights. Now and I then... remember this one. There I knew go. I would remember there it, it as soon as we got to the crime. And then a real dead person in, and then there's a real dead person in a coffin. They get off the ride and Sean is like, there was a murder. He goes to the attendant, Carol, and she's and like, no what? no one believes him. But she doesn't believe him and says, it's just a prop. And he's like, it's not a prop. It fucking happened. I saw it. And she's like, no. Congrats on everyone thinking you're crazy. Outside, they run into a man, Ken, who used to work for them. Sean tells him he saw a murder in the kill room in the haunted house, and Ken is like, bruh, of, of course you did. You're Yes, of course you saw a murder. Yes, yes, that's supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. And he was like, no. <laughs> Not a good situation to be in, because no one's going to believe you. He's like, no, it's a real guy and a real murder. It's like, it happened. He asked if he told anyone. Sean says he told Carol, but she didn't care. Could they use his keys to get in the back door of the ride? And he's like, no. But then Sean convinces him. So they get back in and a car of people starts coming behind them. So they quickly have to blend in and it's fucking ridiculous. They're just standing there going, ah! and the people are like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> they find the coffin and open it, but it's empty. What? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, I knew that. I remember this one now. I'm excited about it. So they leave, but are met by security and taken to, as Gus calls it, Carnival Jail. Great, Sean. I'm in Carnival Jail. He is not wrong. It's fucking hilarious. Carnival Jail. This scene made me laugh. It was just funny. Gus is unhappy, but Sean tells him to relax. It's not like they're going to call his parents. And he immediately gets a call from his father, Henry. And he's like, what the fuck? And he's like, well, Sean, they called the police and I just happened to be the one that picked up. So, <laughs> so they did call your parents and now you look like a dumbass. So he's like, what happened? And he's like, I saw a murder in the haunted house. And I swear he heard Henry roll his eyes because he was like, I'm serious. <laughs> and he's like, did Gus see it? No. Did anyone else see it? No. And he tells him he knows how worked up he can get on these rides. And Sean just is like, and hangs up. He's like, thanks, Dad. Hang up. <laughs> I believe you, Sean. Sean decides to bust out and go out the window. And Gus is like, I'm not going out the window. Fuck you. And they get taken out to the main area by a woman, Eve Asher. She hands them papers and tells them to sign them and they can go. She opens a filing cabinet drawer, which then Sean immediately takes note of some dates and a photo of the Ferris wheel, which will come into play later. Of course it will, because it's like... Yeah, right. Sean writes on the form that he saw a guy get murdered, and no one cared. Gus is like, are you serious right now? I just want to get the hell out of here. <laughs> Again, I am the Gus. I'd be like, I want to fucking go. Yeah. And Sean says he knows what he saw, and he's like, and you know that I'm the best observer. And then Gus immediately says, last week you saw a sponge and thought it was an owl. <laughs> and I was like, me. Because <laughs> I have seen things and thought they were other things. Just today, I thought a red tree was stop sign. That happened, so. 
Good job. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, that is a very high stop sign. And Nate is like, are you serious right now? <laughs> In my defense, the directions had just said at the next stop sign, turn left. And I was looking for a stop sign. So I saw red and I was like, stop sign. I'm Sean. It's fine. Whatever. I never thought a sponge was an owl, though. Yet. Fair. I'm going to find a sponge that looks, looks like exactly an owl. like an owl on purpose. You're going to find me that. and I'm Just gonna... so I can bring this up later. And I'll be like, but in my defense, it's a literal owl. <laughs> no one will believe you. And I like will take pictures of it. Sean. And I'll put it on Instagram and I'll be like, see y'all, see. <laughs> Sean looks up on the wall and sees a framed photo of the man he saw get murdered. He's like, that's the guy. And Eve is like, that's the park president, David Wayland. And they've been looking for him for an hour and a half because he missed a meeting. And I'm like, well, he's dead in the haunted house. And now someone kind of believes you. So she immediately has the ride shut down while Sean and Gus head over there. And they get there and Lasseter is already there. And he is like, God damn it, Spencer. Right. With the dead body on the other side of the ride from where Sean saw him. He says he got caught in the retractable wires and Sean is like, really, dude, really? That's not what happened. He got murdered. Well, see, unlike Dewey, Lassiter's not a very good cop. I like Timothy Odmanson. I know you do. So do I. Carlton Lasseter drives me fucking crazy. <clears throat> Sometimes I like him. Other times I want to punch him. That's because he's Carlton Lasseter. Fair. Just then, a man, Frank Holloway, comes up and says he was murdered and he knows who did it. The killer is Johnny Ricketts. Sean tells Lasseter to put an APB on him. And Holloway says he was killed by John Ricketts' ghost. And Sean is just like... <sighs> Okay. <laughs> he literally just like. Mm. <laughs> Sometimes Sean's face says like it the all. The expression can best be described as that is a facial sigh. Mhm. Mm and that's one of those moments. Mhm. Mm Outside, Holloway comes up to Sean and Gus and says he needs to talk to them. He's glad someone else thinks it's Ricketts because he thought he was going crazy. And Sean's like, No, you are crazy. <laughs> you are crazy, my dude. Johnny Ricketts was a 15-year-old kid who died by falling off the Ferris wheel in 1995. Dun, dun, dun. He, there we go. He fell 60 feet. Uh, David wanted to do Scarefest again, and eventually Holloway caved and was like, fine, let's do it. He said he kept seeing Johnny, and then David found a message on his office wall in glow paint that said, you did this to me. So obviously it's like, oh my God, it's a scary oh message. Oh my God, a ghost is trying to kill me. Hate when I get death threats from a ghost. Seriously, it's the most annoying thing ever. Like, you're already dead. What more can I do to you? Like, I'm sorry that I can't. It's a puppy. <laughs> Someone's awake. Puppy noises. Oh boy. Zoomies. Back at the precinct, Gus and Sean were talking about who could have done it because it wasn't a ghost. Juliet looked into Johnny Ricketts and found his death was ruled an accident, so no one was held liable. They never held Scarefest again. Sean had a flashback to the murder and did his psychic thing and then proclaimed Frank Holloway did it, posing as Johnny Ricketts. 
David Wayland was running the park into the ground and he wanted to take over the park, so he killed him and pinned it on the ghost. I love deferring the ghost for things. Right? For sure. Right? Good plan. They went back to the park and asked Eve where Holloway was. She said he was there, but he just kind of walked out and made a beeline for the flume ride. So they run to the flume as the workers are pulling his body out of the water. Ooh, flumes. Not safe. See? We are talking about it before. See? Connection. Just saying. Flumes, bitch. It's called a flume. You flume. Do you know what that means? It means you might die. In a log. In a log. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Are you okay? Worth it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you might die in a log. <laughs> that should be the title. You might die in a log. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I lost my fucking spot. Here we go. Okay. All right. I can't stop and it hurts. Oh, no. He had just run onto the flume while it was running, and he probably got hit by a log, and then he drowned. He was waterlogged. (laughs) Oh, my God. He was was waterlogged. Can I borrow your pen? <laughs> I'm a bad person. <laughs> I'm a bad person. There you go. But it's not real, so it's okay, because it's fiction. It's fiction, <laughs> right, it's okay. It's Holy fuck. All right. Sean sees a camera and runs to the flume photo stand. Flume! Flume! He thinks Holloway saw Johnny Ricketts on the ride, but now two men are dead. Like, really dead. They temporarily shut down the park to find out who is posing as Ricketts, which is what you're supposed to do when people fucking die in your park. You temporarily shut it the fuck down. Or maybe you permanently shut it the fuck down. Either way, there's a shutdown. It should happen. Lassiter doesn't want them on the case, but they go back to the park anyway because they don't listen. Lassiter never wants them on the case, and also they never listen. Like ever. They talk to Ken again. He doesn't know anything, but tells them to look in the archives because they document everything. Archives! That's when Sean remembers the filing cabinet Eve had opened when they got arrested. Back at the precinct, Juliet remarks that it's strange that the state didn't look into the death. Lassiter said it was ruled an accident. She said, but the state always looks into, into these things. Meanwhile, Sean and Gus are breaking into carnival jail. Sean pulls the incident report, and they go through the same window, and it's a whole thing, and it's very funny. Sean pulls the incident report from October 28, 1995. He looks at the reports filed by Eve, Wayland, and Holloway on the night Johnny Ricketts died. He took notice of how each one wrote the number eight. Holloway made Eve falsify her statements. He said, it's her hand, but not her handwriting. I don't really understand what that means. I don't know. 
he said it and I was like, I don't understand this line. So maybe I'm just dumb. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen it. So maybe if I were like watching it, I could figure it out. But I don't know. There was a large book with banking info on Holloway's desk. Gus notes a money transfer to Ricketts family on October 31st, 1995 for $300,000. Excuse me. $50,000. Holloway had paid them off. They found another one for the same amount and the same day to a woman named Jamie Emerson, to which Sean asked Gus, he's like, wait, what was Wonder Woman's real name? Which led me to screaming at the TV, Princess Diana of Themyscira. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? And spoiler, it has nothing to do with anything. Yet. (laughs) It was just like, what's Wonder Woman's real name? And I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? They hear a noise, so grass, grass. Gus grabs the book and attempts to hide under the desk while Sean is just standing there like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm hiding. And he's like, dude, get up. What is, what's wrong with you? <laughs> it's Eve and she finds them. Sean tells her he's a psychic and he was drawn there by Jamie Emerson. And she's just like, how do you know that name? And he's like, because oh. he... I'm went through all your shit. I'm a psychic. He went through all your shit. He says he knows about the payouts. Eve said she knew the door to the Ferris wheel car wouldn't close because of the decorations. They ask about Jamie and she runs the fuck out. So Sean and Gus are just like, okay. So they go back to the precinct. Juliet finds Jamie Emerson, but there's no arrest record or death certificate. Henry brought up the DMV records on her, but there's no driver's license, just a California ID card. Henry said she's not allowed to drive because of an injury. Sean remembers back to the photo he saw of the Ferris wheel, and there was a sign that said, no single riders. So Jamie was not only there that night, she was was in in the the same car as Johnny, and now she's the one that is pretending to be Johnny Ricketts to kill everyone who was there. And the only one left is Eve. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Sean and Gus run to the fairground and find Eve. She says she's been seeing Johnny Ricketts, but Sean tells her she hasn't. She's been seeing Jamie Emerson, except Jamie is actually the haunted house ride attendant, Carol. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. What? Who could have predicted? Oh my, god. oh my god. They both fell out of the Ferris wheel car, but she survived. Um, the park knew that they were liable, so they paid them, and Jamie made them think that they were seeing Johnny when they decided to reopen. She has a knife, and Gus defends himself with a metal trash can lid. Very Captain America. Adorable. He tries to figure out how she was in two places at once. And it's like, oh, I don't understand. And then the boyfriend comes out of the shadows with a gun and it's like, oh. That's how. That's how. Right. Okay. Got it. He doesn't really want to kill them. And they run and hide. The boyfriend finds them, but Juliet knocks him over the head and they are both arrested. Not a murder ghost. Just two people. And yes, eventually... Gus does find out about Juliet and Sean, and nobody else does. Yeah, but then he is pissed off about the secret. Yeah, well, you know. 
The secret. He's just like, we hooked up, and he's like, so? Great. You know, and then it's like, yeah, well, and then there was like that scene when he was talking to Eve, and he's like, yeah, well, he's been trying to get her for five years, and she's like, five years? He's like, yeah. <laughs> a long time. He doesn't have very good game. <laughs> yeah, but that one guy got hit with a log. Oh, <laughs> uh, waterlogged. Oh, bad person. That was funny. I know. This was a short one. I'm sorry, guys. It's okay because I you just know what? I I cut out all of the relationship stuff because it wasn't relevant. So. But you know what? Flume. <laughs> I flumed their relationship because it was not relevant. And we had multiple deaths in a water well not a water park but one of them was in a water ride so close enough. Yes, close enough. And there was lying and cover upping and cover cover upping. Cover upping. Cover upping. There was cover upping murder and. Yeah. Secret payouts and, and being rich and getting away with stuff, you know. Yeah, and not taking people's safety into account when doing your rides. And, that you know, deal. The whole fucking thing, so. Boop, boop. Thank you, guys. Thank you for being here. We love you, and we shall talk to you later. Okay. Hey, guys, thanks so much for listening to us. Please rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes of the Studying Scarlet podcast. If you have any cases or any criminals that you would like to hear us discuss on the show, please feel free to email us at studyingscarletpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on any of our social media accounts. Those can be found in the description to this episode. And remember, guys, we talk about crime and criminals. Sometimes it's fact. Sometimes it's fiction. But it's always fucked up. Bye! This has been the Studying Scarlet Podcast. Hosted and researched by Ashley Rosewood and Jessica Charisse. Produced and edited by Nathan Schell.